Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Hola, buen día. Welcome to the Spanish Con Salsa podcast. Now, in this episode, this special episode, as promised, I'm going to give you a breakdown of the song Inmortal, which is on Romeo Santos' new album, Utopia, and it also features the group Aventura. So this is the group, if you all have been following uh, Bachata for a while, then you'll know that Aventura is a group that uh, Romeo Santos uh, started with so this is sort of a reunion song and it's one of the first songs from his his new album um, so again I just going to do a breakdown of the lyrics so just a quick heads up before we get started if you want to download the lyrics for the full song you'll be able to do that on our website at learnspanishconsalsa.com forward slash inmortal so that's learnspanishconsalsa.com forward slash I-N-M-O-R-T-A-L. Okay, so like immortal. Um, and actually, there's the first tip I will give you right off the top. So in the song title, Inmortal, um, you might notice in English we would say that as immortal. So it would be I-M-M-O-R-T-L and not I-N-M-O-R-T-A-L. So that's something that's pretty common. So that um, using that N instead of an M um, is something that also happens in other words. For example, the word immature in English is translated as inmaduro. Okay, so not immaduro, it's inmaduro. So there's, again, when you have that pattern in English where we would have two M's, which really in this case, it's sort of saying something isn't that. So right, you have mature and then you have immature, so not mature. So when we have that double M in English, um, in Spanish, it usually turns into I-N-M. So, inmaduro. Another example is the word immediate. 
right? Immediate or immediately in English. In Spanish, immediate translates to inmediato, inmediato. So again, instead of that IMM, it turns into INM, which is kind of <laughs> kind of hard to, to um, pronounce sometimes, but that's sort of just a, a little hack if you're trying to translate something from English to Spanish. And when you have those two M's, that's usually um, what happens. Uh, another example, kind of using immediate too. So immediately, right, is inmediatamente. So again, that's kind of just something to, to take note of. So in the title of this song, we have Inmortal, so immortal. So now let's get started with the lyrics. So in the beginning of the song, um, anyone who's familiar with Aventura knows that they usually have these little taglines or things they say So um, throughout the song. So he starts out saying, Tu grupo favorito, which many of you probably don't need me to translate for you, your favorite group. So they always sort of say that in their songs. Now, starting with the intro, right before uh, sort of the main chorus starts. Um, and in a lot of their songs, too, like there's a chorus, but there's sort of um, so when they when they do a chorus more than once, they'll do a different variation on it. And there's a few sections of the song that will actually repeat more than once. So I'm going to go through this one time and I'll kind of let you know where it just starts to repeat. So, um, again, so this is sort of the beginning um, right before you get to like that first main chorus. So it starts out saying, Nadie entiende como este amor funciona. So no one understands how this love works. No se quiebra, no se doble, nada lo destroza. So it doesn't break, it doesn't bend, and nothing destroys it. And what's implied there is nothing can destroy it, even though it doesn't use the verb poder, which is, you know, to be able to. It doesn't say that, but it's implied that nothing can destroy it or it's indestructible. Les presto mi cerebro que examinen. So he's saying, I will lend them my brain so that they can examine it. Anularte de mi mente ni quemando mis neuronas. Deleting you from my mind, not even burning my neurons. So... <laughs> In this line, you know, it's a little, the song is being very dramatic, obviously. He's talking about how much he loves a woman, and he's saying they'll have to study his brain <laughs> and, you know, to figure out how to get her out of his mind. So the first thing I want to point out about this section is just a few quick things. So first is the use of the word se. So it's S-E in English. Um, the se is used a lot in Spanish, and it has a lot of different meanings depending on the context. And if you're a member of Spanish Con Salsa, just a quick note, in the members only section, if you look at the um, the members classes that we've recorded um, in the past, there's actually a whole class that gives you a breakdown on how se is used in Spanish. So go check that out if you are already in the membership. But, but just to point out how it's used here. So no se quiebra, no se doble. When he's saying it doesn't break, it doesn't bend. In this case, se is used to sort of just state something in the passive voice. So, for example, you may have seen the most common example of this is if you look at a storefront um, and they want to let you know that you can be served in Spanish, right, or that people there speak Spanish, you might see a sign that just says, Se habla español, right? Se habla español. Now that se, in that case, is acting in this sort of impersonal way or a passive way just to say Spanish is spoken here. Now, it doesn't tell you who speaks Spanish, right? It doesn't say, 
Ay, Tamara está aquí para hablar contigo en español, right? It doesn't say that, like, this person's here to speak with you in Spanish. But it just says, se habla español, which is a way of saying Spanish is spoken. So in English, we, we call that the passive voice. Uh, so here in the song, because there's not a real actor, right? He's just talking about este amor, so this love. Ese amor no se quiebra, no se doble. He's just sort of stating that it doesn't break, it doesn't bend, right? So, again, this is just one way that se is used. Um, and, again, there's many different ways that you can use it. But in this song, I think the best way to think of it is just he's he's stating something um, and not really saying someone is breaking it, right, or someone is bending it. He's just saying it does not break or bend itself, all right? The next thing I want to point out is in the next line, he says, Les presto mi cerebro que examinen. All right, and I want to talk about that last part because it might sound like there's some words missing, right? If you were to literally translate it, it would be, I lend them my brain that they study, right? But the it is implied in English, we would say that they study it. But really, he's saying so that, right? So, so that they can examine it. So he's going to lend his brain to science basically <laughs> so they can research how much he loves this woman super dramatic but anyway um so when he says that que examinen um and again que is another word that's used many different ways in spanish and once again within the membership there's another class where we just break down que and the different uses of it because it's not very straightforward if you're not used to hearing it in context but in this case this que does not mean what right it means so that. So it's really sort of shorthand for para que, so that they examine it. But it's implied. So you don't have to say, les presto mi cerebro para que um, examinen. You, just, you can just say, like, que examinen. So it's understood. I'm lending them my brain so that they study it or so that they can study it. So even that can is implied. So in English, we would we would usually have a lot more words there. <laughs> but all of that sort of implied. Um, but you can just say que to mean para que. So that's another uh, kind of quick note I wanted to make about this section. All right. So let's move on to the chorus. So he says, Mami, yo te amo hasta lo infinito. So I think everyone's familiar with this now, right? So mommy is sort of just a term of endearment. It's not actually your mom, right? So it's like saying babe or girl or whatever, or maybe bay, depending on where you're from <laughs> or your generation. So again, it's just sort of like a term of endearment, like, hey, girl, you know, hey, babe, whatever. But you don't really translate that. So it's mami, yo te amo hasta lo infinito. Solido como un meteorito. So solid as a meteorite. <laughs> lo que siento, jamás lo van a entender. What I feel, they will never understand. Dura. Los expertos buscan la cura. So it endures or it lasts, and the experts are looking for a cure. Porque te quiero con locura. Because I love you madly. Desconfían que sea humano mujer. So they don't trust that I'm human. So let's unpack this a little bit. Um, in the first line, he says, Yo te amo hasta lo infinito. So the only thing I want to point out here is that he says, yo te amo. And you might already know that you really don't need that yo there. You can just say te amo, right? Because amo means I love and te is you. So te amo means I love you. 
So you might be thinking, why is he using that Joe? You know, he knows how to speak Spanish. He knows that you don't need that. Why is he using it? So a lot of times when you use the subject when it's not necessary, like when you say Joe, Joe te amo, you're using it for emphasis. So when you see this um, used here and it's said and it's stated when it's not necessary, it's usually for emphasis. So if I want to say, you know, be a little bit more dramatic, I would say just saying te amo, which is, you know, I love you, which yo te amo. It's like, oh, I love you. Like I'm really giving a little more emphasis when I when I add the subject here. So I just wanted to let everyone know that because I know it might be a little confusing when you say, well, do I have to use the subject? Do I not have to use it? Um, or the subject pronoun in this case. But really, it's just used for emphasis. And if you're speaking to someone, um, a loved one, you can just say te amo. You don't really have to say the joke unless you want to be super dramatic like Romeo. So, all right. The next thing I want to point out is this lo que. So in the, the, not the next line, but the line after, he says, lo que siento, jamás lo van a entender. So lo que siento. And uh, the translation for that is just what I feel. So uh, this is another example of the use of que. So... In this case, he says, lo que siento, all right, lo que siento, so what I feel. Now, lo que, you can look at it as a whole phrase or word within itself. Um, I wouldn't try to take it separate and translate the lo and then the que. Just think of lo que as one sort of unit, right, one phrase, chunk of meaning. All right, so lo que, in this case, it just means what, right? If you look into this loque, there's a lot of very complicated explanations about it. Like people translate it as that which, and they start talking about objects and direct objects and grammar. It's really not that necessary. I think a very short hack or a shorthand way to understand it is that if I want to use the word what, like I would in English, but it's not in a question. So for instance, if I say, what are you going to do? ¿Qué vas a hacer? ¿Qué vas a hacer? What are you going to do? That's a question, right? But if I want to say, that's what I ate last night, right, what I ate last night, I would just say, lo que comí anoche. So that's what I ate last night. I'm not asking you a question. I might just be telling you that's what I ate, right? So anytime you have the word what and it's not in a question, then you have to add that lo before que. So instead of just saying que, you would say lo que. That's a very, very short, simple way to understand how that's used. So anytime you see those two words together, again, treat them as one. So lo que siento, in this case, what I feel, all right? Another thing I want to point out is in the last line of the course. So he says, desconfían que sea humano mujer. So in this case, I want to focus on just that first word, desconfían, which comes from the verb desconfiar. Now, this is a way of saying not to trust or to be suspicious of or to doubt whether something is true. So it really, so desconfiar is, I don't really trust that. I'm not sure about something, right? What I want to point out here is that prefix, that D-E-S, des. So you have desconfiar. So you might be familiar with the word confiar, which means to trust, right? Or to have confidence or faith in. So desconfiar is the opposite of that, not to trust. So one way that um, you can notice that in English is with the prefix that we have un, right, un. So an example of that would be the word in Spanish conocido. So conocido, which comes from conocer, to know, right? Conocido just means known, right? So 
if you have the word conocido, if you want to say unknown, you would say desconocido. Desconocido. So it's similar to that prefix in English where we have un, um, that des sort of cancels out the, the verb that comes after. So that's another sort of shorthand or hack that you can use when you come across vocabulary and you see that DS, but you recognize sort of the rest of the word and it looks sort of familiar. Um, it really is just sort of canceling that out. So you can look at it as a negation of, of the verb itself. So confiar, to trust, desconfiar, not to trust. So in here, he's saying that they doubt he's human. Um, and again, he's being very dramatic. <laughs> he wants them to study his brain to research, you know, how much he loves this woman because he is just, you know, obviously not human because this love is so strong. So anyway, moving on to the first verse. And this is the last one I'm going to break down. So once again, if you want to get the full lyrics, Uh, and the translation with all these vocabulary that I'm going through right now, just go to learnspanishconsalsa.com forward slash inmortal. Okay, I-N-M-O-R-T-A-L. All right, so let's go to the first verse. Me someto a la ciencia con demoras. I reluctantly submit myself to science. En mí la testosterona solo se activa por ti. The testosterone in me is only activated because of you. Again, very dramatic, right? <laughs> Vengan, háganme un estudio cerebral. Come and do a study on my brain. Porque mi conducta no es normal. Because my behavior isn't normal. Y este corazón Dios lo hizo eterno. And God made this heart eternal. Sepan que este sentimiento es inmortal. They know that this feeling is immortal. En el libro Guinness va a parar. It's going to end up in the Guinness Book of World Records. Hombre que más ama de una hembra. A man that loves a woman the most. All right. So, again, super dramatic uh, as, as is common. Uh, so, I just want to unpack a few things in here. So, in the beginning when he says, Me someto a la ciencia con demoras. So, con demoras it really means, if you translate it literally, like with delay. So it's a way of saying something is delayed or maybe you're procrastinating about something. Um, but in this case, it's expressing that he's, he's like reluctantly giving himself over to science, right? Um, because he's, I think he likes the fact that he, he's kind of crazy about this woman, right? <laughs> so he doesn't necessarily want them to, to change it, right? Because he's, he's in love. But um, he's saying he's, you know, he would reluctantly or with delay submit himself over to science. So con demoras or demoras, In general, it just means to delay. So you can, you might see that in other places, um, but it can just be used to say delay. Um, you can also say without delay. So if you say sin demoras, you're saying, you know, this is going to happen without delay. Okay. Voy a llegar sin demoras. So I'm going to arrive without delay right away one time, you know. So that can be used the same way we use it in English. Uh, another thing I want to point out. So once again, we have that say. So he says, In me, la testosterona solo se activa por ti. So that se activa, all right? So again, I would use this more as the personal, impersonal, sorry, not personal, the impersonal, <laughs> say, where it says se activa, it's only activated uh, for you or because of you, that por ti, all right? So that's another use of that word, se. So I want to point out two more things before we close out. So In the line when he says, in the libro Guinness va a parar, uh, I just want to point out that use of va a parar. 
So you might be familiar with the construction. Um, to, it's called the simple future. So if you want to express something that's going to happen in the future, um, you can just use the verb ir, conjugated, plus the word a, and then the infinitive of a verb. Right? So in this example, va a parar, going to end. Right? Uh, you can also say voy a ir. Right? I'm going to go. Or... Or you can say, Maria va a comer. So Maria is going to eat. So it's just a way of saying something is going to happen. Um, and a lot of times you don't hear that ah, so you might think it's not there because in spoken language, you know, if I'm saying two words with, like, so a word that ends with ah, and then the next word is ah, they usually run together. So most people don't even notice that it's there. So instead of hearing like, va a parar, it probably sounds like va a parar. Or Maria va a comer, it's Maria va a comer. So it's really hard to detect that that extra A is in there, but that is the construction. But in this case, va a parar means something very specific. So technically, yes, it does mean it's going to end, because parar means to stop, right? But this is really used, it's more of an expression to say something's going to end up that way. So in English, we would say, oh, you're going to end up you know, going crazy, or you're going to end up driving yourself crazy, or you're going to end up in jail if you keep doing that, right? That's a little, took that really dramatic, really morbid, right? <laughs> Straight to jail. But anyway, you know, you're going to end up in, in some situation. So it's really saying at the end of the action that you're doing now, you know, this is going to be the result. So in this case, when he's saying, in el libro Guinness va a parar, he's not saying it's going to stop at Guinness, you know, or it's going, or going to end at Guinness. He's saying it's going to end up in the book, the Guinness Book of World Records. So, again, that's just something to be, to be aware of. Sometimes you have these words that you know, but when they're used together or in a certain context, it slightly changes the meaning. So, sure, you would probably understand it if you just translate it as, you know, in the, in the Guinness Book, it's going to stop or it's going to end. But it just, in English, we wouldn't say that. It sounds really awkward, right? So, it's going to end up in the Guinness Book of World Records. And the last thing I want to point out is the word that's used um, to describe a woman here. So there's many, many different ways to say lots of things in Spanish, right, and in English. Um, and in this case, there's another sort of, I wouldn't call it slang, but I would say it's very specific to more of the Caribbean dialects, but it's more of a way to refer to a woman. So instead of saying mujer, in this last line here in the first verse, he says, hombre que más ama de una hembra. And that's actually spelled with an H. And as you know, in Spanish, the H is not pronounced in any of the words. So it's H-E-M-B-R-A, hembra. So it's a slang term for woman or just sort of a colloquial way to say it. And usually um, very common to like the Caribbean areas, not just sort of one country, but hembra. So that is the last tip I have for you. Again, I hope you enjoyed the song breakdown. I will be providing the entire breakdown of all of the lyrics with the translation to English uh, in the show notes. So it's going to be on our website at learnspanishconsalsa.com forward slash inmortal. So go check that out. Share it with a friend if you know someone that really likes this song. And also, if you want to hear more song breakdowns in the future, let me know. Reach out to us on Instagram at Learn Spanish Con Salsa. You can also send a message directly. Um, email us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, the email is host at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com. All right. So any suggestions that you have, any questions, um, definitely get in contact with us. We'd love to hear your feedback. So that is it for this special episode, a song breakdown of Inmortal by Romeo Santos featuring Aventura. 
que tengan un buen fin de semana. I hope that you are enjoying the weekend. And I look forward to helping you once more take one step closer from being just a beginner in Spanish to becoming bilingual. Hasta luego. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com. Thank you.